2: these days we're gonna have to have a conversation about how Prince is the greatest guitar player since Hendrix and even Eric Clapton agrees with me but that's neither here nor there greetings and salutations ladies and gentlemen welcome back to pod is war pod is war is brought to you by the good folks at chair shot radio network in conjunction with
0: thechairshot.com always use your head
2: and use your heads. We hope you're doing online shopping anyway. So why not show a little bit, a little bit of love to your favorite website, the Chairshot.com, by going to prorustintees.com forward slash the Chairshot and pick up an official Chairshot T-shirt. We've got something for everybody. We've got my new personal fave, Plat 2020. You know. Make, make America great, always use your head save tag team wrestling, hashtag journalism Jesus did the job and many many other cool designs, again if you appreciate the content that we provide day in and day out here at the chair shot, show us a little bit of love while you're online shopping anyway, you're on your phones you're on your computers, you can't go nowhere you're shopping online, you might as well shop with us as well prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shop. please and thank you, thank you and please Folks, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by Mr. Andrew Belaz and the Commissioner, PC Tunney. Gentlemen,
3: on behalf of Metallica, I want to thank Jethro Tull for not coming out with another album so that Metallica could win a Grammy back in the day. No, <laughs> nobody. Okay. Yeah,
4: that's fine. Yeah, that sounds that's like a flutes are as shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still a little salty about that. First, it's a award, true story. Yeah. We don't get it no. Is.
3: We don't get no long-winded spiel about Platt Blast twenty twenty. Well,
4: well I mean, there, there's no reason, think, right? But there, there's no see, reason because didn't we make it that our, our campaign motto last week was we can't do
2: much worse? Yeah, how can we get any better than you can't? We can't do much worse. How's it? was it? So hail to the Chiefs! They're the Chiefs, and they need
4: hailing. Something like that. I
2: they, guarantee. They won the Super Bowl. Uh, I'd hail Chicken in huh? every pot. I Damn right. He,
4: Patrick Mahomes is going to be our, our uh, secretary of offense.
3: Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and Travis Kelsey.
2: No? He's back on the market, and a lot of ladies are excited about that. But anywho, we did not come here alone, ladies and gentlemen, making his triumphant return to potter's war after a seven-day absence. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, he's got work to do the next couple weeks. He's got some work to do the next couple weeks, so you, he's going to be around.
2: The host of Attitude of Aggression and Bandwagon Nerds, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and show your love for the one, the only, Mr. Dave Ungar.
1: woohoo Thanks for uh, having me back after seven whole days, man. And don't worry, <laughs> when when Tunney's not around, the intro music's going to be shit like Slayer's War Ensemble and crap yeah. like that, just to really... Piss people off, man. Oh, that's fantastic. Andrew, will love it. Some
4: good disciple. Slayer disciples, a good one too. Yeah, there you go.
1: Angel of Death. Oh, a few yeah. real, real South death metal heaven. songs just to get to. seasons I think, in
4: the abyss.
1: It <laughs> looks
3: like while I'm gone, this show will go from a cooking show to a music show, and that's fine with me.
1: <laughs> or, 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 or a devil worship show. It depends on your perspective, you know. It's go I'm not okay with that. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs>
2: I'm saying, can we get some uh, some 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 nine inch nails, some Rage Against the Machine, maybe a little Green Day? Oh, that Green not? Day
1: for sure. You know, you know, I'm all can, about Green Day. Man. We, can we can totally can a, get a okay. little bit of. We can totally get
3: Rage Against the Machine.
4: Oh yeah!
3: Chair
1: shot. Network.
3: I just love the face the Andrew and Chris make when I play that. I might play it again. That's
2: it. That's his one, Dave. Like that's his he thinks that's his Led Zeppelin stairway to heaven. Like he that's his magnum opus, man. He thinks that's like the greatest shit since sliced bread. And for we H- just roll our H? eyes every time. Yeah, for no, H- that
4: is Tunny's free oh, bird right Tunney. there. It's like yes. when Tunny is playing his greatest hits, he's just gonna people go, hey, Play hey, chair hey, hey. shot radio, man They're gonna have the lighters out and everything. And he's gonna be like, Lights out, chair shot radio,
1: yeah. And uh, then Tunny's gonna be like, Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me.
4: Exactly, because that's Tony. Yes. he'll he'll start talking about like Brett Favre or like Aaron Rodgers, like statistics.
1: Ah, Brett Favre, yeah, Here back in go. the day, he was great.
3: Boom, Ace is the place.
0: Discount double check,
1: baby. Anyway, so that's his successor. I I got that wrong
2: it all it all makes the same thing it you works. know strong arm quarterback bunch of cheese heads yeah, that's the a same,
1: same packers a, a packers a packer right
2: there's a joke in yeah, there. But a,
1: I, there's a okay. lot <laughs> statement.
4: But let's let's take the high road for a change on this show.
2: Uh we could pick on
3: the Buccaneers too if you'd like to on that topic. But let's let's transition <laughs> forward.
4: Under the versus Buccaneers. that's how that one yeah. works. They shut up and go to the top. You yeah. <laughs> knew
2: just where I was real, going. Just, just, just <laughs> real quick, giving the listeners a little bit of insider baseball. There's there are times where we come into the week. And we struggle about what we're gonna talk about in the weird, wonderful, wacky, wild world of wrestling. This week, however, this ain't it. So let's go yeah. on and get to it. Alright, let's get on and get to it. The chairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to the XFL! <laughs> We the new big thing, ain't no mystery Believe me, when I say the big thing's on Better tune in, that new thing about to take off Ready to face off, look me in the eye. I'm so gay, ready that i all up in your mind Ready for the battle, we preparing for the war Give them just a taste, I swear they won't more. Hot sun, Hot bright light. Bright light.
3: light. No time Gentlemen, wait. apparently this guy
2: I did it for The Rock
1: I did it for The Rock. I did this for you. Uh, shut your mouth, the
4: thong wearing fatty.
3: I did not know Vince was a thong wearing fatty because he did this for him.
2: Uh, the Rock bought the XFL? Gentlemen, how pissed is Vince McMahon right now? Not?
4: Nobody. Uh, I think he's pretty happy with that. Like, it stayed home, kind of. It stayed with yeah. one of his boys. Like, how is he mad?
3: You don't think they were in cahoots here? They don't think they talked? No. Oh, come number on.
2: One, they, no, number one, they have somewhat of a tumultuous relationship. Yeah, The Rock
3: makes money, and then when he comes back, he makes Vince money. The Very tumultuous.
2: So you've never heard, so you've never heard some of the stories about them? Okay, cool. I'm not going to get to that. But think about this. Because Vince McMahon tried to low-key go in and, and, and sneak by the XFL when it was in bankruptcy, and then he got caught, and he was like, no, 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 I wasn't. No, I'm not y'all really don't think Vince is pissed right now nobody I'm don't. I was really? surprised to hear that no. Vince sounds like Rocky
4: <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> I, I didn't have my head in the cookie jar you know I gave my left I gave my right and
2: now the Rock is here oh yeah I, I, I personally think he's pissed because you know whatever but that being said man it is kind of cool that There's a black man and a woman as well. We can't forget Danny because she clearly won't let us forget her because she got pissed when everybody just kept saying The Rock on social media the past couple of days. But no, the fact that there's a black man for the second time in history, shout out to Ice Cube and the Big Three, that owns a professional sports league, that's a big deal. And The Rock doesn't half-ass anything. And I mean, The Rock doesn't know anything other than success. So it's going to be interesting to see what they can do with this. I just don't think that there's a market for another football league to be fair the xfl was a lot better this time around they had actual football people in place vince was kind of hands off oliver luck was running the thing they had actual football announcers and the games weren't horrible but just like the previous iteration as weeks went on the ratings dropped lower and lower and lower now it's going to be interesting to see what they can do with it, but that being said, I just don't think there's – I don't think, that, frankly, there's enough talented football players to sustain two professional leagues. I mean, hell, they don't—they barely got enough football players to sustain the NFL. I mean, was it, the NFL, 32 teams. Can you name 16 good quarterbacks, and that's supposed to be the top position?
1: I, I, I mean, know none yeah. of them play for the Washington football team. That's for damn sure.
2: No. And I the mean, jury's still out have, if one of them plays for the Cleveland Browns. And <laughs> the, the, you, the Washington football
4: team might have one, but after the Theismann injury, who knows how good he's going to be on the way back up.
1: Supposedly looks good so far. Just,
4: supposedly. You know, Carson Palmer made a, most of his career off of that same kind of injury, but he was never quite the same.
2: Well, hold on, Andrew. Can we just appreciate what a dumpster fire the Washington football team is? Is the reason he got injured was because <laughs> Coach got mad because the fullback was banging his side piece, so he took him out the game, and at that particular play, his backup missed the block, and it totally just destroyed Alex Smith's leg. Is that not just so the Washington football team? Dave, come on, man. You got to feel me on this one. (laughs)
1: Oh, I feel you. I feel that team was uh, in control of things. They were 6-3 and when that happened, and they went 7-9. and So, yeah, destroyed everything pretty much. Although I do like their new helmets. Their new helmets look kind of a uh, kind of cool. <laughs> Old school.
4: I like how you're trying to save it a little bit. <laughs> save a little bit of face. But no, I, I still think the rock buying the XFL is a good thing because it's sorta of like sort of like Vince's boy got it, somebody within the wrestling kind of company, within the wrestling world, within Vince's world. And he's got his own connections with football players, football teams, the NFL. He's the one of the biggest stars in the Hollywood right now, like, there's there's no arguing that it's not good for the XFL, and when it comes to the whole two leagues thing, what what stops the XFL from becoming the NFL's D-League? Because nobody really gives a fuck about the D-League for the NBA, but they still have it, so if it was, ends up being like a minor leagues, because there was a lot of buzz about how people like the fact that you only needed two years of eligibility in college, and then you could spend the one year in the XFL and use that as tape to get into the NFL, so to speak, that it was it was a nice kind of middle ground between college and pros, and you could help people research or help newer talent blossom. So maybe, if anybody is going to foster this kind of relationship, it's going to be The Rock, because... I don't think The Rock has failed at anything he's really done in the last, like, 15, 20 years. So if anyone can do it, it's probably Dwayne Johnson.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the thing about The Rock is he is a former football player. So he brings a a familiarity with the product that, you know, Vince may not have actually had. And as great a businessman as Vince is, not a football player. The Rock brings a certain level of credibility to... uh, like you're saying, anything he does, that uh, that a lot of people may look at it differently than like if Vince was running things, uh, they may look at it as uh, just Vince is going to put Vince's spin on this thing, and we don't give a shit. But with The Rock, and the group that he's with, that that may be an entirely different story. My wife's coming in here and fucking shit up, guys. I'm telling you. God damn it! <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's trying to take over.
1: I don't know what she's doing.
2: So tell her, and- tell her Amber and I said hi, btw.
1: Oh, she's got drinks, and I don't know what the hell she's doing. Amber says hi. If she's Amber, bringing drinks,
2: fuck. I do too, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Amber say hi. There you go.
3: Amber, say Andrew, hi. and Tony say hi. Not Platt though.
1: Yeah, Andrew, Tony, they all say hi, but Platt says to fuck off. No. Uh, so, <laughs> so Fucking yeah, I, I, I'm all for the Rock trying to run with this thing. I think I think Platt's got a good point though. I mean, they haven't had enough talent to support two leagues since what? The merger in 1970, <laughs> so that's it's been a while since they had enough uh, enough talent to run two leagues successfully. But I mean, Andrew makes a good point. If they can turn the XFL into like a developmental league, then who knows? I mean, maybe the XFL turns into NXT. I doubt it, but uh, you never know.
2: Now, the one one thing that the XFL does have going for it is, and this was something that Oliver Luck had floated out when the league was actually still going on. He said that eventually they're going to look into acquiring college talent because I think the NCAA rules are you got to be, what, was it two years out of high school? And, and, you know, most players don't go pro after their freshman or sophomore year. I think that's, that's kind of the rule. So, yeah, maybe if they can pluck some of these freshmen and some of these sophomores and maybe even some guys straight out of high school, now they got a shot. But are y'all really telling me, after everything that The Rock and Vince have gone through, and I, you know, I, I, they're probably on decent terms now, but we're gonna forget that? You, you know, the reason that The Rock stopped going by The Rock and started using his government name, Dwayne Johnson, is because Vince McMahon was getting a cut out of all of his movies, and his his handlers in Hollywood told him that he should probably try to distance himself from professional wrestling, or or the fact that Vince McMahon put the battery in John Cena's back and fueled that resentment that led to one of the you know the the all-time what is it the highest grossing wrestlemania of all time but it also led to real animosity between cena and rock or i don't know if you guys have ever heard this story where when uh rocky johnson and peter marvia were getting elected into the hall of fame and the rock was coming back to do the speech there was, was something that happened backstage because they had some t-shirts of Rocky Johnson and Pia Vita and, and some somewhere somehow Vince and Rock got into a screaming match which ended with Vince just saying well fuck it we'll just pull them all then like to think that Vince is just all happy go go happy happy joy joy about the Rock buying this league I'm not buying it I'm not buying there in cahoots I think he's legitimately pissed about this
3: here I want to hand you something can you take it from me take it here take it you got it grab it the- Grab it. I'm handing it to you. Can you take it? You got what it? What is it? All right, you got it. Now put it on your head. Yeah, now you're wearing a tinfoil cap. Good for you. <laughs>
4: that's, what I, that's what I thought. Oh, shit. I don't, you, you might have a point that Vince might be a little butthurt that it's not his name on the marquee. But conversely, it's probably better that it's not his name on the marquee. How many people thought well, it's WWE, it's professional wrestling, it's McMahon, it's just going to be that same gimmicky
1: bullshit. Now He, you put, hate, he hate me all over again. It, exactly.
4: Like Tommy Maddox and he hate me 2.0. Rod Smart's a like, moneymaker,
3: man. Rod Smart.
4: Still, though, so with Dwayne Johnson on it and not McMahon and not the outright WWE stigma, because there's plenty of people that only don't Dwayne Johnson as an actor. There's a lot of people that don't know he used to wrestle. As ignorant as that may be to say, you know, there's people outside the bubble that just go, oh, yeah, I liked him from Pain and Gain and Fast and Furious movies and shit like that. People don't look deeper than what they know. So it, it'll it bring in a Hollywood whoa, 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 crowd. It'll bring in people that aren't inside the wrestling bubble. And it won't be.
3: plus the- like, like you liked him the- from Pain and yep. Gain. <laughs>
4: That—that's—I no, know, I know no. exactly. That's why I threw that out there. I floated out no, the low-hanging no. fruit on purpose, no, so people
3: no, can be like, Pain no, and gain no. is trash." Dude, have you I'm seen Jumanji?
2: I'm not off. Dude, Jumanji was good. One answer. Meh. I'm <laughs> not off my point. Y'all really think? Y'all really think that Vince Vincent Kennedy McMahon called up the Rock and said, "Well it. I need you to buy the XFL. No! Vince McMahon is the, the
4: pettiest motherfucker on the planet. He Which didn't is tell why anybody. He's pissed. But, I don't, don't think he's, he's pissed as pissed event. if it was like fucking random white guy and a bunch of associates. It's Dwayne Johnson. He's going to give him a little bit of an avenue in. He's going to give him a little bit of a way to work something. I don't it's, think Vince is it's, as out of it as he would have been if it was random shareholders like, you know, bunch of fucking idiots 2.0.
2: Vince is not making any money off this deal. He's not. He probably he didn't, didn't make any money
4: off the half a season we played during no, COVID no, either. I'm,
2: no. <laughs> what I'm saying is you're you're uh, you're purposely playing dumb to miss the point that I'm making, and I'm not gonna let you fall for it. I'm not where, falling for it, man. Where? Where? I'm not let you get away with that bullshit? I know what the hell you're doing. You're not getting away with that bullshit. goddammit. it! This is pot as War for the intelligent wrestling fan. Yeah. I'll say it on the whole marquee. We're going to change the way you look at the business. No, don't, you don't pull that bullshit. You know, he, he's not happy about this. And The Rock did not consult with him about this. They saw an opportunity. They had the paper, and they went for it. That's what happened. And Vince is pissed. I don't give a damn what y'all say. Let's see if The Rock comes back for Romania next year. I mean, it's All probably right. not going to be L.A. Oh that's that's, that's the telltale take, sign, right? Rock, yeah, come, that Rock. He he Oh, really a good right there. Rock Goal doesn't close.
3: come
1: back for another mania. Chris was right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll be there. If if it happens in LA, I'll be there. If there's going to be like 10 fans in attendance, fuck it. I'll buy a ticket.
2: <laughs>
4: 10 fans and none of them are in the Samoan family. That's yeah. how I'll be the one yeah. guy
1: up and yeah, There you go. That's, that's the oh, title man.
3: of this show: Potus War. Nine Samoans
1: and Dave.
2: <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it.
1: I still like uh yeah. You can't do worse. You know that. That's that's always a good title.
2: That's our slogan. What are you gonna do? Yeah, campaign that's platform. Our, that's our, yeah, that's our campaign slogan, man. You can't do worse.
1: I mean, the the thing is, though, the Rock's got to see something in this opportunity that maybe the rest of us aren't seeing. Because, I mean, you, we all look at the XFL a certain way, like, yeah, there was an improvement. But like you said, Chris, the ratings were starting to slip. And, and I don't know. What what does the Rock see in this in this league that <laughs> it, it, just, it just seems like, well, it, it's, it's questionable how successful this is going to be. But the Rock obviously sees, or Dwayne, sees something in this. What I, that's why I don't understand
3: why the scenario can't be that you know, the NFL doesn't want to deal with Vince McMahon, right? And right and, and understandably so. But why can't Rock be the buffer in between transitioning this? That's why it makes it makes so much sense for Vince and Dwayne to have behind closed doors talked. And it's a great way to have Rock transition this into where they want to be—is the minor league for the NFL. The guys who don't make it, the guys who want to come out early, the the pool to pull from—it just makes a lot of sense that Rock can be that buffer between this league, Vince McMahon's brainchild, and the NFL. Which, right, you know, I, I wouldn't—if I was the NFL, I wouldn't want to have anything to do with WWE
2: y'all give vince mcmahon way too much credit man and number one vince mcmahon he operates very similarly to his uh his buddy that's in the white house where these are guys that have asked fortunes to various degrees for themselves but they're still considered outsiders from the power elite vince but, mcmahon you know, was not built the person that
4: swindled his way into the white house so that's some Hell, pretty clever. vince mcmahon
2: this league to try to compete against the NFL or fill of vo- well initially to compete against the NFL or fill a oh see the tinfoil perfect hat to fall yeah off so hard it got
3: that him that's what happens yeah. when you that's what happens when you try too hard on pot is war you cut out the, 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 yeah, we missed the FCC last thirty seconds just
4: put a block on his whole IP for like yeah. 10 seconds that's Trump great. Trump
3: shut you the fuck up right there.
4: Yeah, Trump's like, stop slandering, my boy. We know he had this whole thing on lock.
2: This is a 70-something-year-old now man who the lights are on, but ain't nobody home, and y'all think he's in cahoots with this, you know, this with The Rock, and they just work something. Y'all give this man way too much credit. Y'all do. Y'all give him way too much credit, wrestling fans. Come on, man. Okay, well, I, I I respect that he had the balls to go out and do it, and he had the wherefall. He could sell his own stock, which that was a big-ass Ponzi scheme anyway. And you see the investors are starting to get hip that they've been getting worked this whole time. Mm-hmm. I give him pro- I give him more props for that, work, being able to work these investors for how, however many years he's been able to do the that. He's
4: made like $40 million on the last quarter. I think they're okay with everything right now. Don't worry
1: about that too much. <laughs> I always thought that Vince doing the XFL a second time was his ego because he couldn't deal with the fact that he failed the first time. I agree with and you. And then he said, and then he was like, I'm going to make this. Fuck it. I'm going to make this shit work. If it kills my fucking ass, I'm going to do it. Listen, No, if, you shut the fuck up, Linda. If you're going to politics, <laughs> shut the fuck up.
3: If well, you're well,
4: going to comatose, being... I like that angle better. <laughs>
3: Dave, if you're going to come thing. on here and be the voice of reason, you can get the fuck out right now.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're, we're, we're literally saying the same thing, though.
3: Yeah, but God you're wrong. It. But you're wrong. I'm, I'm we're done. all right. We're right, and you're wrong. It's the same thing, yes. but we're right, and you're wrong.
2: Okay, okay well, blow me. <laughs> Topic two.
3: <But> that was... <laughs> you don't call... Go... Oh, fucking A. We'll give you that one, then. That's I don't just, even oh, know where like, to that's
4: go. That's a great segue. <laughs> yeah, blow fuck
3: Blow me. It. Topic, <laughs> two. <laughs> Topic two. All right.
0: Fine. Here comes the money.
3: Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money money. Alright, gentlemen. Shane McMahon's new brainchild is apparently WWE Underground, Raw Underground, apparently. And uh, yeah, Dave's clutching his head and he's not thrilled. Yep. Andrew looks mildly entertained. I'm sure Platt's going to love this because, I don't know, he just likes to be contrarian. I kind of miss the (laughs) con—I just miss the concept in general. While I was entertained, I don't see this being long-lasting. It seemed like some underground—you guys mentioned Fight Club, Tyler Durden kind of bullshit— I'm interested to see what they do. It's funny to me when they brought out the really big guy, I forgot his name, Dabo Kane or something like that. What was his name? I I can't remember. But like I thought it was a way to get just this one guy over, but then Eric comes out and beats some ass and maybe it's another way to give guys some legitimacy. I feel like I'm reaching here. Somebody jump in.
1: I think you're I think you're right on point, man. I don't think you're reaching. Go ahead, finish that thought,
3: I, Dave. I,
1: my thing about this is is you know you know like in a uh, Harold and Kumar go to the White Castle where oh, I go uh, for some white Ryan castle. Reynolds is all that whole. But oh, why? I could go for that some sort Ryan of thing. I mean, no, that, that's what no, I feel like no. with this. No, there's <laughs> my, anything wrong he, with that. <laughs> my thing is like you, you're having so much problem with your primary product right now that now you're going to throw this shit in there. And it just feels like another Hail Mary by these guys. Well, maybe this will work. Let's throw this up there and get some ratings out of this thing. And it's like, I mean, you know, I'm looking at Raw Underground and I'm like, OK, is this is this supposed to be? Is this a work? Is this a shoot? Is it a work shoot? Is it a shoot worked? Am I shot? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Dude, I, I don't I don't I don't get what the hell they're doing with this thing. I'm just like I, I they came out of it. and I'm like, why? You got to bring Shane McMahon for this. What does he add to legitimize this whole thing? I don't I don't get where they're going with this. Why can't you focus on your primary product instead of like I'm all for diversity in certain aspects of the world, but not here. I don't know. What do you guys think?
4: I see it as a nice kind of change of pace, stopgap, whatever you really want to call it, instead of doing 28 recaps and video packages or like another promo segment on the back, Shane is known to be about as anti-authority as the Silver Spoon Daddy's Boy kind of can be, when he's jumping off of random shit and just trying to be cool, and when, you know, he pulled the whole, WCW says McMahon, but it's not Vince, it's Shane, so... He's always kind of tried to bill himself as the edgier McMahon. And this makes sense that it's hearkening to the 90s, the Attitude Era, to the, the Shane McMahon of, of old, you know, inventing. Not inventing, but kind of being famous for the coast-to-coast the coast and just the Daredevil kind of crazy shit. And I don't know, it, kind of, it gave the show an interesting vibe. I don't watch much Raw because I don't love it and it bores the shit out of me most times. But the whole show was, well, yeah. But I'm just, the whole show was actually interesting. Like, it didn't feel like a three-hour slog like usual. It actually kind of, the underground stuff broke it up enough where it was interesting, and honestly, to me, that was the best way you could use the... Beat down clan 2.0, hurt business, whatever the fuck you want to call them, and you had them just walk in like a bunch of badasses and beat the fuck out of people. Even if it was a bunch of jabronis and Dio Madden's big ass, like you know, they still looked like actual beaters, and it was great. And I didn't hated as much as some people did and shit it even made the Samoa Joe faint that he was gonna jump in the ring against Rollins and you know Dominic hitting the fucking ring and just beating the shit out of Rollins and getting Rollins to okay the match like it made it all feel a little different a little better because you went from what the fuck is that to okay, I know what this is wrestling. This is to what the fuck to okay. So instead of just nitpicking every little WWE thing you didn't like, it was that weird kind of change of pace that kind of made you go, What the fuck am I watching? Alright, at least I know what it's going on here now. And it kinda of almost made you appreciate the the stale WWE formula as opposed to whatever the fuck they're trying to throw against the wall for underground.
2: So first and foremost, if uh, if you doing it raw and you're not enjoying it gentlemen you're not doing it right so I just had to throw that out there first and foremost good
1: secondly job.
2: that's
1: a good thank one. sir. <laughs> thank
2: you thank you not sure we're talking about secondly so on one hand I think that this was brilliant marketing because the raw ratings had began to slip and everybody and their mama were talking about it in, you know amongst the IWC so they float that out there on their social media that Shane McMahon is going to be on there and a new faction is going to debut. And everybody was tuned into Raw because we wanted to see exactly what they were going to do. And they, well, I can't necessarily say that they popped a rating, but the ratings were clearly up than what they have been in previous weeks. So from that vantage point, man, it was absolutely brilliant. And it did give a different feel to Raw, I wasn't a big fan of this past Monday's Raw. After the first hour, I thought it kind of lagged to me. And, you know, I, I broke my own cardinal rule, which is when you're going to watch wrestling, you have to temper your expectations. That's the best way to watch wrestling. And I my I let my imagination kind of run with me. So I was, let's rock it. Go ahead. Let's do it. Ooh, baby, I like it. yeah never gonna be mad about an odb interlude i'm just not you can do that all day every episode it's all good that's not gonna piss me off not one iota but yeah so yeah it was a brilliant marketing strategy now as far as the payoff yeah I'm, I'm not here for it and Let me say something, man, about these IWC marks, man, that say, well, you got to let it play out a little bit. You got to let the storyline play out. That's, shut up. That's bullshit. Okay, number one, as an intelligent wrestling fan and a thinker, I reserve the right to change my mind. Like, if shit gets better and I say, you know what? I was wrong about this. It turned out to be awesome. I can do that. I don't have a problem admitting what I was wrong. But you're not going to shame me into saying that I thought this was whack. You know, Shane McMahon is Tyler Dirty. You're not going to shame me anything. I thought it was whack. It just was. And I I don't know where they're going to go with this. Yeah, it was something different. They're trying some things, and that's fair. But what is this? The fuck is this? Is this going to be the thing that turns this industry around? No, it's not.
1: Yeah, I want to see Shane come out next week and say, Rule number one, you always talk about Raw Underground. (laughs)
4: i mean that would be good or maybe he just talked shit to charlie because charlie kind of like accidentally let the cat out of the bag at the end so her business went down there it's like but don't you know rule number one like come on fucking charlie god damn it
2: i'd
3: like to go Granted, down there the, on that business the
2: dancers were a nice touch. let me let, let me just say that the dancers were a really nice touch we probably need to bring back the nitro girls or something like that could, can we even could you even do the nitro, nitro girls in 2020 what well, if we brought back the actual
3: go. Nitro Girls? How bad would that be?
4: Yeah, let's okay, not. Okay, stop One it. Years later. We did. They're yes. like 50 yes. now. Yes. Stop it. I'm um, 50. <laughs> I can kick. I can punch. Yes, yes, we all know that
2: gimmick. Why don't we just bring back the original Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders too while we add it up? The no. Cowgirls. That's Why don't a bad we just idea. bring them back Debbie that Does Dallas? Still everything
1: still alive?
3: Everything we said was a good idea, Platt. That's just stupid.
4: <laughs> that's just the theme of the show? We're all smart and Platt's dumb.
2: That, that's how this whole thing is going. <laughs> Your political campaign
3: is
4: <laughs>
2: fucked. Are you trying to piss me off? Is that where, is that where we're going here? Because if it is, you're doing a bang-up job, sir. I'm not. It's
3: just falling in my lap.
2: what are your thoughts, Drunken Tunny, about the whole shaming man as Tyler Durden?
3: Yeah, I.
2: Oh man. I will. BC Tunny, ladies and gentlemen, topic three. When I when I do it
3: when I do it, it's not that you forget who is in control here. You don't call for topic three when you ask me a question. That's just wrong. Okay, nah, topic go three. For it, though, no, man. I'm just kidding. No, I I, I thought I kind of you know said my thoughts right when I introduced the question. I don't know. I mean, if you're gonna use it to do something with somebody, fine. But I don't like the separation. I mean, my whole thought here was instead of this, why don't they just have longer, better wrestling matches? They have the better wrestlers, right? I mean, they have better actual in ring performers than anybody else in the world because they have that money to pay them. And that platform to put them on why not let them unrestricted go out and have wrestling matches and maybe andrew tunes into a raw and is like thank you this is what i wanted to see from these talented guys like that right this was their opportunity to do that instead they went let's throw every piece of ham and turkey and you know processed meat against the wall and see what fucking sticks
4: dude i love cold cuts I'll bring the bread. If you want to throw shit at the wall like ham and turkey, it's I'm a, peeling it off.
3: It's a shout-out cool. to the like, office. There give was me an...
4: some dancing girls. Dio Madden getting thrown across the fucking building. And cold that dude getting thrown out. Like, like, Ziggler fucking actually looked legitimate with the amateur wrestling. And then he had Eric Rowe fucking, like, do the wheelbarrow and toss. And the one motherfucker threw him out of the ring. And then the motherfuckers threw him back in like a lumberjack match just so he could get his ass kicked some more. Like, that, that was fun.
1: Come on. Dude, next week they're bringing back Brawl for All. You know, that's what's coming next. Nice. Is Bart Bart Gunn Gunn going to get knocked the fuck
3: out again? You guys, you got knocked the fuck out.
4: Bart Gunn started doing MMA after that, so he's actually got some legitimacy to him
3: now. Oh, so Bart Gunn Gunn lost moments of his life that he'll never, ever fucking remember. And right after that, he decided,
1: let's do this again.
4: Also giving up about 150 pounds
1: to and That wasn't Cena really fair. CM Punk did the exact same thing. I got my ass kicked so bad the first time, I'm going to go in there and do it again. Wow.
2: It, it was cool, though, to see Dolph Ziggler, D-Boy, and Mellon Farmers around the ring. And shout out to Dolph Ziggler, man. Fellow Mac man. He went to Kent State. So, you know, I always got to shout out the, the fellow Mac man. Yeah, that was honestly my biggest takeaway is Ziggler actually looked like he knew what the fuck
4: he was doing in a ring with or without ropes for a change instead of just being a dweeb or, like, the little brother trying to, like, make all of the rules for him and then fucking still losing, like, a fucking jabroni. So that was good. Plus, I mean, even though we're focusing on underground, let's let's not overlook the whole McIntyre, Orton, Flair, and even Kevin Owens, how they kind of got kind of thrown in together, that's, like, that's a good angle. The fact that McIntyre is basically saying Orton's done nothing to raise anybody up, and throwing that in Orton's face, that he's been a very self-serving, selfish, self-righteous pile of shit. And, it's not lying. Orton himself couldn't even argue it, he just kind of brought the mic up, he's like, point, okay, yeah, you win. <laughs>
2: like it's, that was the best
4: part, just to watch Orton go, yeah, that's a good one, that's new.
2: That's <laughs> And, you know, if you take away the past maybe two or three weeks, I've actually enjoyed Raw very much. So there's that. But, I mean, you know, they're they're trying something new. And it's not just a WWE problem. It's an industry-wide problem. This is an industry that clearly needs a shot in the arm. And I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't know what it needs. I don't know what it takes. But there's clearly something that needs to be done because, I mean, least – I don't want to say least people because that sounds like Unproper English So let me figure out how to word this correctly in, in the history of professional Wrestling in America There have not been less people that have been Interested in watching wrestling in America And I don't even know if that Sounded well but I didn't know how else to say it
4: No that sounded good
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's grammar lesson Brought to you by Christopher <laughs> Flat. I
2: ain't doing no grammar. See what I did there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. Wrestling needs a shot in the arm. I don't know if Battleground or Underground or whatever. Under Armour. I don't know what the fuck it's called anymore. <laughs> underwear. Raw underwear.
2: There you go. You know. You know. Underwhelming. They <laughs> should get, they, should get sponsored
1: by, they need to get sponsored by Manscaped. You know, that's what they really need. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. And oh, Under Armour. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's over here agreeing yeah. with it. And Under Armour and Under
4: Ruse. Maybe Doctor Squatch Soap. Like we're just gonna go full on into it right now. But if, oh, if we're whoa, gonna wait, do it, if we doctor,
2: doctor Squat Soap? Is that a thing? Squatch. Oh like squat Sasquatch? Soap? Ah, I gotcha, I gotcha, got
3: okay. I, I thought if we were going right, to do Dr. underoos, Squat we could do dunkaroos. You don't just <laughs> eat You dunkaroos. No?
4: Well, Dr. Squat would be a dunkaroo in a way, too, if we think about that for a second.
3: I'd like to dunkaroo a couple of uh, female uh, tag team partners, if you
2: know what I mean.
4: Oh, God. Can we save that? Are we going to get canceled in 2020
2: now? How can we get canceled? I, he, he was talking about the MTR. No, oh, uh, no, yeah, no, I was not.
3: <laughs> I was not. I was not. That I
2: was a th- good save though. There we go. Safe. So even, does anybody even, have anything else to say about this uh Tyler Durden and Shane McMahon thing before we move on? No, Any I, anything. I want to talk about the economics and Dunker Ruin. It's
4: racist because they're Australian. You bastard.
2: How's that racist? <laughs> Australia is like the white, like are like it. the whitest people on the planet. What are you talking racist. about? Well, what would you call it? Countryist?
4: What the fuck? Like that is. Yeah.
1: Man, this is the grammar episode of uh, Potter's <laughs> War, <laughs> folks. Really
4: so, you know, we don't have Billy Butcher here calling everybody a cunt, so cuntness doesn't really apply. Yeah, fucking
1: cunt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I right. said on Bandwagon okay. Nerds, I said Billy Butcher uses the word cunt like a conjunction. It's a cunt junction. There you go. There's some grammar for you. I was going to be like,
3: okay, Peyton, now- that's yeah. not a knife, it's a spoon. And she'd be like, oh, I see you played knifey-spoony before.
2: No? okay now we're canceled now we're, we're, we're can- officially canceled now. <laughs> it's the, over after the thought of the previous three minutes we're, we're done here so <laughs> you guys it in. next thing, nice, thing you know <laughs> paul
3: hogan walks in i'm like watch out for the crocodile bro think,
2: think about it though with
4: all of the things you're not allowed to say in 2020 cunt isn't one of them it used to be frowned upon now it's okay i thought you were gonna so- say
3: dunkaroo
2: Okay, okay, Andrew. Okay, let's test out your theory. I want you tomorrow when you leave the house, I want you to walk up to a random woman and call her a cunt and see exactly what happens to you, sir, and see if that word
3: no, don't is do not that. still offensive. Don't do that. Sir. Don't do sir. Yeah, Andrew,
1: I'm going to recommend you not follow Mr. Platt's <laughs> advice. <laughs>
2: just tell her I'll since, see since you next you Tuesday. That word is so okay. I'll see you, since, you next Tuesday. That's just as bad, man. They, can re- they know acronyms, honey. Women know acronyms, sir. But you have to assume
4: if they're smart enough to spell. They're not all smart enough just because they're women.
2: You see what I mean? Go do that tomorrow and and see if that word doesn't hold the same. same I
3: think think we're at the point in the show, once again, where only one man can save us, and that's Lord Alfred.
2: Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
3: or a little bit of the margaritas whatever you prefer i don't know whatever you want to do uh, wednesday night war i didn't watch it i wasn't home you guys talk about it
4: you know i do love how you went to two british people after we were done talking about cunt that's a good yeah. that's, uh, no. i thought i thought maybe
3: we'd cunt. come back from all of that and leave that behind us but no 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 apparently it's next tuesday
4: well, to, to be fair, I mean, I'm, I'm be in front. That's how that works. I'm pretty sure the
2: last front to back five back in front of this show back to the front.
3: <laughs> when you say <laughs> what, you... what I say, back to the front.
4: Okay, disposable hero.
2: Now let's see. We're sure pretty sure the last five to six minutes of this podcast are going to get edited out anyway. No, so whatever, I'm y'all way y'all too got, whatever lazy. problematic thing I'm y'all busy. Say, it's get summer. It, it it's out
3: staying capitalism. in. Do you want to say it? Trapped say
1: under it. ice. Yeah, oh, there
3: you go. Uh, you man know, of Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: so what? 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 You're will Wolfer be the man. creeping death podcast? You think? No, we can get it. Say that again. I said, what will be the creeping death of this podcast if we're trapped under ice after the disposable heroes show up?
3: Well done. Probably the Call
1: of Cthulhu or something like that. Dude,
3: we're just, like, fuck Jethro Tull, right? I mean, I only played that fucking intro so we could tell them to fuck off. They took that Grammy away from Metallica. What a bunch of crap.
4: We're just throwing out a battery of of song titles, and it's just wonderful.
3: (laughs) It's like we're a master of puppets.
1: It kind of is, yes. Hey, Platt, hit the lights, alright? Let's yeah. get
3: out of here. Folks, jump on board and ride the lightning, okay?
1: Yeah.
2: Pot is <laughs> war, no life to leather. Fuck you. So you can catch Dave and I on our new podcast, Pot is love, preparing next week on the
3: Pot is war, pot is love.
4: Ah, uh, sh- exclusively Beach Boys
1: on their new podcast enter Sandman over on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, gonna
4: call it exit light that's going to be the best
2: part
1: <laughs> you, you have
4: to know to figure it out <laughs>
2: <laughs> so gentlemen real quick man before we get into the Wednesday Night Wars I, I, I have to ask because I kind of in passing saw what was going on this, this day we're recording this on a Wednesday with AEW And apparently they started some new club for women followers called Heels, which I get the double entendre. But can one of you explain to me, A, what exactly this is, and B, why did they receive such a negative backlash?
4: Oh, well, I can tell you why the negative backlash popped up. And that is because apparently it is... Now, Dave, or Patani, whoever, can correct me if I'm I'm misinformed. But it is more or less supposed to be developed as like a safe space for only female fans to kind of get away from the incel nerdy neckbeard kind of weirdo fans that wrestling has. But there is a 50 <laughs> He says that
2: it's, it's a nerdy neckbeard, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, 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 no. no. There, there's no beard on the neck, really. This comes down. It's, it works out nicely. It's, it's just so sexy. But anyway... Um, but the point is there's a fifty dollars membership to join this annually, and it's essentially you're joining this annual club for fifty dollars just for a safe space and like this workshop thing with different like Aubrey Edwards like interview or like a workshop or it it's trying way too hard to cater to a female fan base that doesn't want a segregated special club. They want inclusion and to be treated equally and segregation's the exact opposite. I, I could just, be wrong there. I but. just want
3: to say that it's it's very apropos that Potis War has his very own lawyer these days.
4: Yeah, it's probably- ah, yeah, that's but- perfect. So yes, now I will uh, you know. Acquiesce to the lawyer to see if I said anything that was wrong and uh, if we need to huh. clear anything up.
1: <laughs> I don't think you said anything that was wrong. I mean it 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 is <laughs> there are so many contradictions running with this thing. It's a safe space for female fans that we're gonna call heels because yeah, like you said there there's multiple ways to interpret that. We're gonna charge you fifty bucks so you can be so you can feel safe and, and not harassed by these male fans who. Most of the dweebs on the internet aren't harassing other female wrestling fans, are they? I don't think so. I mean, I, I haven't seen too much of that. They are harassing the female wrestlers themselves, not the female wrestling fans. So, I, you know, I, I mean, fine. if you want to have this community, that's great. But charging people 50 bucks a year for the privilege of isolating themselves from the rest of the fans out there yes. to just, we're going to put you guys on this island out here so you will be safe and protected and most women female wrestling fans that I know don't like you said Andrew they don't want to feel safe and protected they want to be included now yeah I I agree that they shouldn't be subjected to some of the bullshit that's out there but for 50 bucks a year how many people are actually how many women are actually going to do that
2: so let me ask you gentlemen a question number one let me say that I totally agree with what Dave said is that the female fans don't want to be subjected to a lot of the bullshit that's out there and they shouldn't have to be and we as men we got to do a better job of protecting our sisters at, at mm-hmm. some particular point in time I, I think that's fair but let me ask you guys some questions which are gonna probably feed into the whole general theme of this show where y'all don't agree with anything that comes out of my mouth so <laughs> <laughs> but that being said you know I'm, I'm, I'm hearing this and I, I read a little bit about it and you guys pretty much just kind of backed up the interpretation that I had of this How is this any different, well, from OnlyFans? And I know, you know, a few weeks ago, there were a lot of uh, people in the IWC that were bigging up a lot of these women that were having the OnlyFans, and a lot of the women associated with the IWC have OnlyFans as well. Now, let me say, I'm a fan of OnlyFans. Like, ladies, get your money. I'm not hating whatever, whatsoever. But how is this different? Is is the only difference is that we're with OnlyFans they're 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 taking advantage of stupid men where with this particular idea they're taking advantage of stupid women
3: it's hard for me to see a company that's trying to put something together for their female fans when they don't even really have
2: a female division and yeah that that's a good point because i see a lot of people i didn't mean to cut you off andrew and dave i apologize i'm just going to say this and get out the paint but I feel where Tony is coming from because I see a lot of people online critiquing AEW about how they book their women's division. But, I mean, let's keep it a buck and a half. With all due respect to those ladies that are in in that division, I'm glad that they're wrestling and they're able to get paid and get national television exposure week in and week out. But the division is trash, and they've got a lot of work to do with it. Oh, they they completely do. And... I like your
4: OnlyFans analogy and Heels that it's OnlyFans takes advantage of simps or pathetic or stupid guys and Heels is going to take advantage of the women who just want to feel included and they're a little on the dumber side that they don't want the equality and to feel like a fan because a lot a lot of the female fans get the bullshit of if they say i mean it's the same in sports too if if, if, if a woman says they like football or they like hockey or they like wrestling then immediately there's going to be some asshole that just goes, "Oh yeah, who's your favorite team? Who's your favorite player? Oh yeah, N- name the running back before the current one right now." Like you're not you're just a bandwagon kind of, you know, there's people that just get immediately defensive and gatekeepy about stupid fucking shit. And I understand where they're going with the 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 intention Of AEW heels is is a way to make women feel as though they're safe and they're not judged for their fandom. But making it to be you're on your special little island or you're held here and nobody can hurt you. Is insulting. It's against most of everything that women have worked for for the past couple years. Between you know, all the, the Me Too, the feminist,
2: what, we're, what, what the fuck we're on, third wave, fourth wave, whatever fuck it is. Like all of this well, shit that's coming. To be just, fair, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. I feel what you're saying, man. But this is shit women have been working for since. What, I'm, 1607 I'm, and Jamestown, I'm talking more in Jamestown and the probably re- before that as well But
4: you're, you're correct but I'm talking what? more with recency that people can at least affiliate to with like Twitter because most of this AEW heel stuff is going to a- appeal to the Twitter generation let's just say it that way and it's, it's the completely wrong angle and this kind of also goes to support what you've said a lot, Chris. Is that AEW supposed to be the woke brand? But every time they try to do something that's woke, it's just fucked up. Brand Brandy is the first female f- action figure for no fucking reason. Like the the fucking the fucking division sucks. Like they have dancing girls and half naked girls in their fucking fighter fest kind of shit when they're supposed to be you know not sexualized and a different kind of thing. And you know it, it's. It's fucking weird how out of one side of their mouth they talk about inclusivity, then out of the other side of their mouth they do the exact fucking opposite that is the, like, complete counter-opposite of what the fuck inclusivity should be. And I love the fact that I've seen so much blowback from female fans just talking about simple stuff, like... It's $9 a month to apply to the stardom world. If you want to support female wrestling, support fucking stardom. Support Tokyo Joshi Pro and and DDT Universe or Wrestle Universe now. And that's $9 and you get like five promotions there that don't only have women. Shine and Shimmer probably have their own kind of thing on, I think it's high spots or whatever they have. But you're, you're doing it the wrong way by trying to put women in their own little sequestered fucking special island so that they're not harassed by men when you're not teaching men not to harass them. You're just teaching them, no, don't harass these ones because they're behind a paywall. But you can harass all these other ones. It's okay. No,
0: you're,
1: teaching, you're teaching segregation. That's really yeah. what you're doing here. Is, Correct. Is the problem is that it's a microcosm of everything else that's going on that a lot of the bullshit that's happening in the world right now is it's like we want to we want to protect all these people okay well why don't you fix the core problem which is douchebag male fans harassing you know female fans for yep. god forbid they want to be wrestling fans so what are we going to do about this i tell you what let's 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 isolate them even further and put them over here where yeah they'll be safe and they can feel yeah like you're saying Andrew less included but we're not going to solve the core problem which are these pricks who are out there who you know because of social media well I'm just going to sit back there and give my comments and my opinions because they're so fucking important no they're not and no one gives a shit what you think and you know your harassment of, of somebody because they're A a wrestling fan and B female isn't, isn't addressing the problem at all all you're doing is segregating the whole thing further So, yeah, I I mean, they have a good I I agree. Their intentions are good. The application of this isn't solving shit, though.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm not disagreeing with what either of you guys said. I just don't understand the backlash because we live in a capitalistic society and everything is monetized. So if they can make some money off some saps, what's the problem with that? because
4: the better portion I think of the female... you just described
1: it. <laughs>
4: yeah. I, I think it's the, the same reason why some guys have issues with the OnlyFans thing. And it's, it's not just OnlyFans.
2: They're it's haters.
4: Also... No, 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 no. Listen, it's not just OnlyFans. It's also, like, Twitch subscriptions or Patreon or all this other stuff where you have attractive women who get people that just, you know, throw money at them because they're attractive and they're pathetic. So good on them. Good hustle there that you're fucking getting people to just throw money at you when you're not going to give them shit. That's fine. But I mean, I think we all should know women are very keen at calling out bullshit. And this is bullshit even though it's going to prey on the X amount of percent that are kind of stupid or easily kind of just going along with the crowd because, oh, AEW is the cool thing. I'm going to just go with AEW. There's the other ones that are going to turn around and be like, no, it's fucking dumb. And they're going to make it well known. And it just proves that a good portion of the women in the IWC or the wrestling Twitter community, whatever the fuck you want to say, they're not dumb. They're not Saps. They want to be treated as equals. They don't want to be treated as porcelain fucking dolls on their own little island that, oh, yeah, we're a bunch of girls and we can we can be over here and we can do girl things and enjoy wrestling. No, they want to be fucking wrestling fans. They
1: want to sell Girl Scout cookies and watch All Out, you know, that sort of shit. They don't want to do that. They don't want to hear that shit.
4: I would I would love to see AEW make the AEW heels section when they have fucking people come back to fucking you know actual shows. Is there gonna be a special box for only AEW heels girls? Because <laughs> how are you gonna stop them from interacting with men, and how are you gonna protect your precious little Did. china dolls if if they're mixed in there on the fucking third row and the fourth <laughs> row and the nosebleeds, and they're not protected in their heels section?
3: I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. Did you just? Ask if there was going to be a special box. Uh-huh.
1: I did.
4: I did. Is it tight? <laughs> is it tight? Uh, I I was trying
3: to be subtle. <laughs> I was trying to be subtle and not subtle. And I'm you... just gonna steer
4: into the skin because yeah. you know I give no fucks. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> but but this is the thing, man. We're saying the exact same thing. I'm not saying that women are. Yeah, sex, we're actually all in agreement more or less. Can't. Yes. We're saying the same thing, but my thing is, why is there the backlash? Because women can see through bullshit. Like women's intuition, that's a real thing, and women can see through bullshit. Mm-hmm. So let the market correct itself. And if nobody signs up for it, they're gonna say, okay, this was stupid. This was a bullshit idea, and then it'll go away. We're but why the backlash? Little, I don't understand the backlash, the
4: backlash now because it just popped up. It just came out, so it's the new thing to bitch about. It's the new thing to make your opinion known on. Give it a week or so, and we'll see if AEW decides to magically change your tune. Because, as I think they said on their show today, they listen to fans. They're the smart company that cares. I think Matt Hardy threw that into his promo somewhere, that they care and they listen, because he's such a
2: fucking shill. It's sickening. And then, like Gavarra, and then he got his <laughs> ass kicked
1: by Guevara, but...
2: then he got his ass kicked by the 150-pound Spanish, Spanish guy, Spanish but... I'ma Spanish
1: just... guy. Hey, Platt, how do you say son of a bitch in Spanish?
2: Yo de la punta. Yeah, uh, son-
1: oh, okay. <laughs> Sammy would say, say son of L bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
4: point about fucking the whole Sammy Guevara half-ass half Spanish shit I love that, like listen in you can count to five in Spanish uno, dos, tres, cinco, cinco, cinco
2: (laughs) I'm gonna tell y'all like this man, this is how awesome women are there's gonna be uh, one, two three, it, it doesn't even matter the number, there's gonna be some enterprising women that are gonna take this opportunity and next thing you know they're gonna mess around and get a job with AEW like that's how dope women are they're gonna use this to their advantage they're gonna mess around and be you know working for AEW. not necessarily wrestling but whatever they're gonna be getting a check from tony khan they're gonna use this to their advantage they're gonna use that in that little fifty dollars they pay annually and they're gonna use this to be able to get a check out of tony khan that's how dope women are
4: good for them and hopefully they do
2: something to fix the situation instead of just propagating the idiocy they need more talent, man. How do you fix that? I mean, WWE got the majority of the good women's talent, and the ones that the WWE don't have, Impact got the rest of. Nah, so what man. are you going to do?
4: You sign more Funkadactyls. That's the answer, obviously.
2: Oh. So, <laughs> I think
1: there's only one more they can sign. Which <laughs> <would you think laughs> it's just- which would be a and good no, pickup for them.
4: I was going to say, and Naomi's actually good. She's come a long way. I'm not going to beg on Naomi. Like, Naomi's pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah, you
1: put Naomi in the AEW women's division and get match her up against Hikaru Shida, And now I get, there's a match that I'd actually be interested to see.
2: Agreed. Can I,
1: can I tell you guys what I'm watching right tomorrow, now? Do, do any of you have
2: ESPN on right now? I do not know. I do. Who is this dude in the Adidas jumpsuit talking that's, shit to this other dorky-looking guy?
3: That's Jorge Masvidal playing bags against the world cornhole champion.
2: Uh, Didn't Masvidal just get his ass kicked, though? Yeah, that's a couple weeks ago. He's <laughs> going to be on,
1: he's be on, I on Raw
2: like, Underground. Like, that's a couple weeks ago. It's I
1: want Masvidal <laughs> to show up on Raw Underground and just start
3: beating fool's well, ass. Well, he showed up on Cornhole, so maybe...
4: Dude, I need yeah, Masvidal and Conor McGregor impression. to show up as a tag team and just talk so much shit and beat ass. That'd be fucking fantastic.
1: Well, that's one thing we didn't mention on uh, when our Raw Underground discussion is what if they bring in an MMA faction that just cleans house on everybody? Now, that I'd be interested in seeing.
2: Jell Sonnen, uh, Masvidal, and uh, McGregor. McGregor. Or, uh, shit. It
1: can Shamrock.
2: Back.
4: It seems like a perfect no, place Cham- to Cham- get Cham- Shayna over. Seems oh, yeah,
2: like a
1: perfect played.
4: place to who get was, Shayna I'm Baszler stealing. over. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. and who who the fuck was the the little guy from the heavyweight division that was talking all that shit to Brock Lesnar. Fuck, I can't remember his name now. Cormier? Yeah, okay, yeah, there it is. Yes. Cormier, he's well, he, he called Little. Oh come on, he's like five foot nothing. Come on, he's little.
2: He comes up to your chest. That's little. Gonna say that? Okay, so day two. After you do your experiment with the C word. Yeah. Step up the fucking dude. Daniel (laughs) Cormier is that (laughs) motherfucker. Daniel Cormier is that
4: motherfucker. They say it with your chest, but he'll say it to your chest.
1: I think you should find Daniel Cormier and call him a cunt. Just go for it, man.
2: There we go. There we go. There we go. He won't do shit because that's a lawsuit,
4: motherfucker. (laughs) He got too much money to swing at people for no reason.
2: But his bodyguard don't.
3: Is it too early to do the mm-hmm. in memoriam of Andrew Malaz?
2: <laughs> No, Stop! Please, please. Cue uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, the dogs getting abused. Music. fucking. <laughs> That's fantastic. All
3: right, let's let's see a commercial and move on for fuck's sake.
2: There we go. There you go.
3: Talking Shop-A-Mania. Andrew, I feel like you'd be best to go to first here. And Platt's going to shit all over everything else we do the rest of the day. Uh, not the last topic, though. He'll be back in. He'll be all in for the last topic uh, as I transition.
4: Platt AEW. can't shit on talking Shop-A-Mania. Now, yeah. let, let, let's just be legit. Platt can't talk, talk shit about talking Shop-A-Mania because it was basically like Pod is War as a pay-per-view. Like, they so, gave no fucks dumb shit happened. Shit got cancelled halfway through the match. Like, there was Hornswoggle versus God knows what, and then they just stopped caring about it. They're like, fuck it, this match sucks. And then they went to, like, Chavo versus Chico in the background. Like, randomly backstage, and Chico was trying to get a little bit of pump on because, you know, the Battle Royal didn't take Take too much out of him, and then Chavo fucking makes references back to the Big Show thing where he throws Chico into a fucking fucking sweat fucking fucking sauna thing, and he's like, "You can take these to wipe your sweaty ass." <laughs> and Andrew, just, it you're was so much stupid shit.
3: Andrew, you're not excited about it, this, are you?
4: Oh, not at all. No. no okay. No. So
3: no, I just wanted to check. Serious, just to check. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't no. know. I didn't know if you, you liked know, the, it. The, the, I, I wasn't sure if you liked it or not.
4: The boner yard match was just it's serious. I'm like, it's a boner yard. What are you gonna do about that? Like, you have to take that shit seriously. That was that was there was years of just hatred and and angst and Maria showing up to dance and it was nice because you know Carl got distracted with Maria. I'd watch where I sit. Big LG wasn't gonna fuck Mike Bennett, so it was okay. So uh, just real quick, man, I, I did the whole. snoring <laughs> so Don't look at me like that, because Bennett gave LG drugs. It's fine. It's he like gave, Ooh, he gave him the steroid? I, I,
3: really I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have sat there.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yes. But no, I I did the whole snoring thing, man. Just trying to fuck with Andrew, man. But <laughs> no, all 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 jokes aside, man, I'm here for anybody athlete, entertainer, wrestler, musician, whatever. I'm all in for anybody that circumvents the corporations and the gatekeepers and says, fuck it, we're going to put up our own money and we're going to do our own thing. I'm here for that. Eight days out the week. So, yeah. So, shout out to the good brothers. Seriously.
4: Well, let me also keep it this way before Dave Dave jumps in. It was only $15 to watch this thing on Fight, and it was a parody from the beginning. You know it. Because they rolled up in like an escalator or something like that and Rocky Romero was in a fucking booster seat in the back. And that that tells you right there the type of like tone that this whole show is going to take. And it was amazing. Just dumbass fucking parody. Amazing jokes. Fourth wall breaks. Dumb shit. Like Heath Miller, Heath Slater, whatever you want to call him, dressed up as Stang. You know, a fake sting, And then you have... Gallows' dumbass on commentary going, I fucking hate parody characters. And he has a cane figure in his hand and he puts it down after he says it because the, the, the fucking the camera cuts to him. And the Battle Royal was won by Chico, but it was almost won by Alex Kozlov's bearded mother. So it's it's just fucking fantastic. You saw D.Lo Brown showed up, Coldstone Willie Mac, and it's just, it was some of the dumbest fucking shit. The flock. Lodi, Reese, and Sick Boy showed the fuck up to beat the shit out of the 80s Russians. It was fantastic. Reese forgot what gimmick he was in, so he came in as a yete at first until Lodi told him he was the wrong gimmick and had to go back into the woods to come back out as Reese. It was so fucking dumb. It was such a mess. Like, if any of you guys have seen the Tommy Wiseau movie The Room, and you know how that is transcended being fucking awful to a cult classic of masterpiece bullshit, that's what this was. It was so bad, it was the best thing of the year. It's been...
2: So Jim Cornette's been, gonna have an aneurysm. No, no, yes! no.
3: Fuck, first of all, fuck Jim Cornette. Second of all, it's been Thanks, so time. long. I mean, I'm checking my watch here. I don't even wear a watch. Since Andrew has shown this much enthusiasm on any topic,
1: Dude, everything he said—it just sounded like a description of one-eyed monster. Man, it was so bad. <laughs> it was fucking great. It's know? like you watched <laughs>
3: WrestleMania three for the first fucking time. Apparently,
4: uh, well, worse and better at the same time.
1: So I I didn't I didn't see this stuff I've just but but we skipped uh Pat McAfee punting Adam Cole for this right that that's what we did.
4: I'm so happy you brought that up because I was gonna try to tail that back into here somehow. <laughs> I loved oh, but, Ooh, but but the whole
1: thing, the whole thing about talk yeah. and shop didn't they I think like the one thing I picked up from that was the Good Brothers lobbying hard to get AJ Styles back to Impact was that part of that show? That wasn't
4: part of the show, but it's been part of their podcast and like they. They had so many gimmicks towards AJ... Like, they had, during the Boner Yard match, they had that AJ Styles hand sticking out of the dirt, and then Carl at some point goes, Oh, Uncle Alan, I know you tried to keep us. I know it's not your fault. I know you switched to SmackDown because you got away from a ball layman or whatever the fuck they decided to call him. Ball
1: layman. There was so <laughs> much,
4: good. so That's many good. fucking references. Even Enzo showed the fuck up, and the Rock and Roll Express. The Rock and Roll Express set up a merch table in the middle of the Boner Yard, and <laughs> and that's how fucking uninvested, uninterested in just how much of a shit they were taking on the match as the match was happening. It was so gorgeous. It was, it was just parody gold. It was like hot shots and heart shots part due of wrestling. It was fantastic.
1: I'm telling you, it sounds more like One Odd Monster every second you talk, man. It's just hey, it's it's only fifteen dollars talk to talk experience. To Shop-A-Mania? It, uh, on jeremy's disembodied cock i mean really what, what 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 parallels can you not draw between the that's two close. that's close
4: because they did have rory fox's big 17-inch dick after he fought hornswoggle so <laughs>
2: <yeah. Jesus laughs> Christ. but dave I'm, I'm glad you brought that up and i hate to kill andrew's joy even though i really don't okay, but I, imagine... I mean yeah because so i'm not gonna come down too much well, that's the thing. I, I did want to get to that, man, and I just kind of took over, and I, I, I wanted to talk about the hills thing, and that ended up being the entire topic three. So I, I do apologize for the listeners for that. That's on me. My bad, y'all. This one's on me. But, yeah, I did want to double back a little bit, man, I, I if, if if, Andrew was done with his wet dream. I did want to double back a little bit because there oh, were some memorable this- moments on both AEW and NXT. And let's start with the, the, the Pat McAfee, Adam Cole thing. And, and Dave, since you brought it back up, man, please go right ahead. The floor is yours.
1: Yeah, it just, uh, (laughs) the, the thing that they teased last week about getting McAfee and Adam Cole together actually happened tonight. And, uh, the long and short of this whole thing is that they, uh, (laughs) Cole, Cole got what? I mean, they got involved in the whole undisputed era, Imperium, tag team title match and during this bullshit going on between Pat McAfee and Adam Cole outside the ring Imperium retains. I think that's what happened, but that's not the story. The story is that during some melee where Pat McAfee just kept talking shit about Adam Cole the whole time, then they got into it with each other and and somehow Adam Cole ended up in a compromised position and Pat McAfee (laughs) the greatest punter of all time next to Ray Guy or something like that Ah uh, punts Adam Reggie Cole Roby. in the face, Reggie Roby too. Yeah, he was <laughs> awesome as well. But yeah, Pat McAfee punts Adam Cole. You know, basically says Randy, Randy Orton, this is how you actually punt some motherfucker. Let me show you how it's done. And uh, Triple H shoves Pat McAfee out of the arena, and and we've got a a uh, a face turn for Adam Cole. It would appear.
2: So Andrew, I got worked here, man, because I between you know working and stuff like that and on my break I actually went to Twitter and I saw the tweet that McAfee put out he was talking about he's going to be there obviously everything was recorded but again I got work so we're we're getting to that so he recorded that you know him and Adam Cole had talked it out and it was all Gucci again and then Adam Cole retweeted that tweet saying well this is what happens when two grown men get together and hash things out or something like that I'm paraphrasing I don't know it verbatim but i was worked at that point i you know frankly i was thinking okay so okay maybe that was a shoot and you know they were maybe mcafee was trying to work and adam wasn't on the same page and perhaps there was a miscommunication and yeah everything's good now but then when mcafee came out on commentary for nxt i said oh okay okay yeah i just got worked. i I can admit it i got worked.
4: I was a little upset when I saw those tweets Because at first I was like He hinted that wifey gave him a little time off On the honeymoon to go to NXT And then he posts those up Like two hours before NXT Like, Motherfucker did you really just ruin What you could have done to push like views for NXT And I'm like okay Then they said they were going to do the commentary things And then I was okay there But the funny part is They were cool It's just Pat's a buster He's a lot like you where he'll take the cheap shots, word, he'll make word. yes, he'll make the short jokes. He like he called him. He said he had, like a tiny, tiny temper, short fuse, or he just he used those he, short he, jokes. He, so he couldn't help himself. Yes, and that was, even Beth Phoenix got pissed off and walked away because she was sick of his shit. And then even Adam came off of being a second and came over. He's like, I'm twenty fucking feet away. He's like, I can hear you. He's like I'm not asking, I'm telling you, man to man, stop being a dick. And then Pat just didn't stop. He's just like, "Oh no, I'm under skin him. I'm gonna keep being an asshole." And it's just like then it escalated and then Pat was going to leave, comes back, and he calls him like this, "You're never gonna be anything aside from like this short, tiny little fucking bitch." And then he tries to jump over the the announce table get stopped as he's hanging halfway off the table, so that opened up the punt opportunity, and then Cole sold it like he was fucking knocked the fuck out. So, Cole sold it like a million bucks. It was fun, it was cool, and just like Dave said, it was a wonderful face turn for Adam Cole, at least, if not the whole UE, but at least Adam Cole, where Cole was being straight up. He's just like, dude, this isn't fucking cool. I asked you once, now I'm telling you, fucking stop. These jokes are dumb. And then McAfee
2: just thought it was funny. So he just kept going on. So, Dave, is this a Adam Cole face turn? Is this a UE face turn? Or is this the breakup of the UE?
1: I, I think I tend to agree with what Tunney had said last week. This is a, a way to transition Cole to the main roster. And, I, I mean, I could see, you know, I, I was reading some comments online that a, a lot of people think that there could be tension between the UE and Adam Cole saying, Man, all this shit that was going on outside the ring with, with you and McAfee distracted us. That's why we lost, so fuck off, Adam. You could get that. Uh, I, I don't see it going that way. I mean, I do think Cole will transition as a face to the main roster. I'd like to see the whole UE go up as faces. I think we were talking about that last week, but it's clearly a face turn for Adam Cole, baby, and I think he's going to be massively successful. You're talking about a shot in the arm that the industry needs, Adam Cole as a face, might be that shot in the arm. you know, Hey,
4: Tony, hey, bef- before we continue this, can you bookmark it in your notebook to uh, clip what Dave just said for fuck off Adam for DWI so you can just piss off the little balaz a little bit? Because <laughs> that, that's fantastic. That would be a great clip to just keep playing over and over and over again. The good old fuck off Adam. <laughs>
2: Uh it not seems the like, little belaz, Is it cold in the house? Seems like a lot of work.
4: Well, I don't I don't know exactly how little he is at the moment. I'm not really keeping keeping parameters on that. Not
1: keeping tabs on him.
2: <laughs> You'll play swords with your brother every now and again? No. <laughs> No,
4: do you have something you need to tell us before we move on to another question or before we continue this topic? Like, I, I kid,
2: I kid.
4: Sure. I mean, you weren't a big fan of Crossfire as a kid? Like, you know, this is a safe space. It's not AEW Hill's safe space, but I think we're pretty cool with each other. This
3: went from talking <laughs> so, shop-a-mania to talking swords-a-mania. We're going to go to a commercial.
4: Talking talk-a-mania. Yeah, Hotel. India. Echo. Echo. Lima. Delta. Delta. Shield.
3: this is my yard now. Before we move on, I want to let you know as you're listening to this podcast, you missed the ProWrestlingTees.com summer sale by about eight hours. Too bad for you. I was going to plug it, but it's over. And now we'll move on to the last
2: topic.
1: What a I'm, downer, man. Yeah, Shit.
2: I'm a, I'm a was well, that even necessary, man? For real? I'm an asshole. What are at you going to do? I feel like that's at least a chapter out of his
4: autobiography. I was going to plug it, but it's over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's the title for the episode, Tony. I was going to plug it, but it's over.
2: Been there before, man. Sometimes (laughs) things kill the mood. Yeah, it just doesn't
1: always work out,
2: right? Son of a bitch. These things happen. Yeah, that pretty much describes my evening. See.
3: Why, were you rocking like a rocker? Does that describe your evening? Oh,
2: no, I was gonna plug it, and then we got to a late but start, you and didn't, now it's over. You, hey. you, were gonna, you, you just didn't have faith in me there. No, it wasn't Faith with you. It's just the fact that we started late, and now it's over. At least it so didn't get lost lucky. in a Chattahoochee River, though. Good segue. Go
3: ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, build off of that, Flash. So, Go ahead. That was all good. All right. Thank so, you, Andrew. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: No problem. Yeah, that, we'll no, just, that we'll just nice keep segue. on rocking, so, if you will. So my good friend, Party Janetti, a.k.a. Marty Janetti, which sure you all you would know as on one here? half of yeah, you're right. Edit Is he still out.
4: your good friend? Like, I don't think we want to implicate anything that way anymore.
2: Yeah, you have a good point. Let's edit that part out. I so, Marty Janetti, who was one half, who was, I, it won't, I know, who was what, he's not my good friend, just I got to, you know, yeah, yeah. At this Explosion. point, he uh, may have thrown pre-
4: himself through that window. Heenan may have been right all those years ago.
1: <laughs> this presidential campaign's going downhill fast, man. Just They're, they're just getting lots of material on you, Platt.
2: So so are the other ones, Dave. So are the other ones. So we still gotta <laughs> try. So. <laughs> so go ahead. At least why we don't can you still Martin,
4: make you uh, sentences while we're sober?
3: Chris, why don't you get after it one more time before you get into it?
2: I guarantee, when I am president, we will get to the bottom of this in Janetti situation, and if it just so happens that he was implicated in a murder god damn it i guarantee as president he will be tried to the fullest extent of the law justice will be served in this case mm-hmm. damn that- right until, until party, then we party Janetti! woo so no? that being too said, much? Marty Chinetti y'all all know, man. One Sorry, half of the Rockers tag team with, of course, the legendary Shawn Michaels. Who? I'm just going
3: to pull it up real quick. Do you think he turned a blind eye to this?
4: So, well, He might not Cianetti. have turned a blind eye, but he might have been looking at it. That's how that one works.
2: <laughs> God damn it. I had a really good segue. I've been working uh, on it fuck all. fuck your segue. <laughs> yeah,
3: now you know how I feel. Yeah, shit all over me all the time. You get shit on once. Huh? You like it?
2: Yeah. Anywho, so Marty Janetti, <laughs> who in the last few years has kind of reemerged on the scene because of social media, because he has a tendency to say wild shit.
4: Yeah, he, he says Stepdaughter or whatever is legal because she was pretty cute. I don't even know if that was real. We we should we should pursue that to the fullest extent of something, something. Insert here. I'm a.
2: Right we get to the article and what we're talking about. You will all have. I would your love it if we never got things. to the
3: article, Dave. Do you want to interrupt him? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Play your not. part, Dave. Play your part. Interrupt
2: him. <laughs> Anywho. So, this morning, we're recording this on a Wednesday evening. It's now into Thursday evening because PC Tunney had to play softball and then get into a fight. In
4: already? Holy fuck, I thought it was Thursday morning.
2: Still Wednesday here.
3: Dave, how about you? Uh, it's uh, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, suck it.
4: Fucking California.
2: <laughs> Anywho, so we all, as wrestling fans, awoken this morning to this post on marty Janetti's facebook which obviously has now been deleted and i'm i'm just gonna read it i mean what what else can i do i never told no one this even my brother gino because gino would have killed him and i didn't want my brother gone hell he'd only recently came home from vietnam i was 13 working at Victory Lane's bowling alley, buying weed from a F word that rhymes with gag that worked there. And he put his hands on me. He dragged me around to the back of the building. You already know what he was going to try to do. dun dun was that what he was gonna do dude I love
4: masterpiece theater with Chris Platt continue this I love this and <laughs> awesome. when we
3: come back
0: the rest of the story this is your boy Kenny killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com bringing you breaking news interviews podcasts galore everything pro wrestling make sure you check it out thechairshot.com thechairshot.com Always use your head.
3: And now, the rest of the story.
2: That was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him, but should have looked in the Chattahoochee River. But Winnie, the girl in these pigs, I liked you so damn much, probably my favorite, but I promised myself way back then, then, nobody would ever hurt me again, that includes you, I love you, but you hurt me with your fucking Jamaican jealousy. Are
3: you, you sure it was not a Canadian okay. Jamaican,
2: man? What's that all about?
4: What's all about, man, in the Canadian way? There you
2: go again. You can go your own way. You can go go your
1: own way! Go Go
2: your own way! I got four words left. I literally have four words left. Seriously? Seriously? Oh, fuck your four words!
4: (laughs) I like that as a title too. Fuck your four
2: words! (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna scare this to the skin. He said, I don't need you, so let's go. (laughs) Am
1: I the only one who feels like we should have a commercial that those lawyers doing the Boy Scout lawsuits coming on saying, Did your Scoutmaster molest you when he tried to buy weed from him? Call me here today, you know?
4: That feels like something you should record because you are the lawyer of the show. (laughs) Wow. (laughs)
3: <laughs> have you ever I'm tried to buy... At those <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It would be funny, no, but I'm not going to do it. Did,
2: did, your, did your son get fucked in the ass when he was no,
3: no, no, <laughs> no. Your campaign's over. Band. Your campaign's over. There you go. That's We're it. Running it's running over.
4: Campaign. We're going to have to throw the whole campaign in uh, the
1: Chattahoochee River. Make it disappear. Did, did disappear. your, did your stop make again. a s'more out of dead ass? Then call oh God. Them.
2: And I guarantee when I'm president, I'm going to bring those scoutmasters to justice. Your son will see justice under our regime. Thank blat you, blat. So blat. From Bobcat to
4: Weebelow after just one camping night. Welcome oh.
3: to the last edition of Pod is War. We've been taken off the air because we're crazy. <laughs>
2: Just real quick, man. So, according to TMZ, man, police in Columbus, Georgia, which I believe is Marty Gennetti's hometown, they're actually looking into this because of the shit that he said. Obviously, it's not high priority because they've got other things going on, but they're saying that they are going to look into this. So, did Party just work himself into a shoot?
1: <laughs> I don't think. I don't think you can post shit like that without the authorities saying. You know, this motherfucker is crazy, but, uh, hey, by the way, any missing persons around this time frame, any reports of that? Did we find any bodies that we couldn't identify? You know, it, and if they can connect the dots, then I think a uh, party is going to have a different kind of party. All right. Pretty oh,
3: soon. Gentlemen.
4: Uh, like, what the fuck is
1: wrong with you, like, these last couple years?
3: It, it seems like a great time to play. A very special edition of.
1: Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
3: Round the horn, did Marty Genetti commit
2: murder? Go. No. But maybe.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's enough for me. We're not, no, 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 we're not even, no, 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 that's it. That's the That's the end of the edition. Yeah, that's fantastic.
1: Maybe well, you know, is the perfect like, uh, end.
3: No, but maybe.
1: No, maybe. That's, that's <laughs> but another edition. There's a the title to this episode. No, but maybe. But maybe.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: it's fantastic.
2: Shit. Nah. I still like I'll Nine Ones and man, Dave. Nine had... <laughs> that, yeah, Dave is still a good one. I think that's the leader right there. So I had an opportunity, man, at WrestleMania 32 in Dallas to actually meet Marty Jannetty and hang out with them a little bit. We, you know, we it, had yeah, beers he had together. Had a that. pickup truck first. What?
4: No, he That's had his own Cadillac. I don't know. Like, what are we going for here?
2: It's it's WrestleMania, man. Everybody brings their own drugs to the situation. But uh, you, you, you know to how many up.
4: times? Can every- fucking throw it in? Trucks or Cadillacs, man. That's how you go. That's like, a
2: bro, do you, do you know how many times I wanted to go to WrestleMania and drive there just for the sole purpose of bringing drugs so seven. I can make some extra money on the seven. side? And you, Amber, seven times and Amber How many times the
4: whole operation? I mean, you're not helping our presidential I guess campaign seven. at all right now, but you know, at least yes, at least seven I Are we agree. gonna
3: get a number? Know. I guess seven.
1: One, one, six, I think just I think real, your new your new slogan should be, "Hey, at least I'm honest, bitch." That should be your new platform. You do that there,
4: because honest, you go, it's honest, there
1: the you, go. Is,
4: there you go, So we can, we can't do with the honesty. Honesty is overrated right now, because you don't want to know what
2: honest goes through the mind. The honest of Trump. Woo-hoo. Let's not do that. But but no. uh, just yeah, just real uh, quick. So I uh, I actually. That that's an actual shoot. I got an opportunity to hang out a little bit with Marty Janetti at WrestleMania 32 in Dallas. We you know we had a beer and stuff like that. Now what I did know that after that particular interaction that we had, me and you know my my, my buddies and and, Mar- and Marty, he ended up getting arrested that evening because he got so intoxicated that he jumped into the the fountain at the hotel. I can't remember if he had his clothes on or clothes off. I think the story probably sounds better if it says that it, he had all of his clothes off and he ended up going getting arrested and spending the night in jail. And then we saw him subsequently that next day. He came in there like nothing happened. And we probably collectively, the six of us, gave him his biggest pop that he had had in probably about, what, 15 to 20 years at that point in time. I said all that to say marty a crazy melon farmer man like marty a wild dude man so any story behind marty Janetti? and and pc we talked about the tyson zone on on uh three-man weed which you know that's a bill simmons term go ahead
3: i won't i won't overplay it
2: we'll we'll be back next week we we life got in the way we'll be back next week but basically the tyson zone is you could say something about a melon farmer. And no matter how crazy yeah. it is, I'll believe the story. That's right. basically the gist of the Tyson's. You, you, you can say whatever you Partie want. As
3: long action. as there's a bag of Doritos. I'll get in the wing.
2: Jesus Christ. <laughs> but party falls into that Look category. there's a I mean, fucking kangaroo
3: over saying. there. I'll whoop the kangaroo's ass. I don't care if he fucking sits okay, on his so, fucking tail or so whatever, if, I'll if just do it. it you give me a bag of Doritos, I'll beat the kangaroo.
4: Between the Tyson zone and the Jannetty scale... What, what, what is more believable what do you think is more embellishment and what do you think is just more pure psychotic bullshit that you're like he'll do it so I don't I mean, know, know if you, you guys knew this but I'm gonna Tyson's be on shock week
3: gun. I'm gonna be on shock week I'm gonna fight a fucking shock it's true it's true
4: but will you fuck the shark
3: no that that is the honest to god thing shark week is having Mike Tyson versus Jaws did you guys see that
2: Charles isn't I, I, I real, so that's actually. an easy fight. I, I have actually. I, I come yes. on, That is a thing that's happening.
4: God. Mike Tyson, he can't be that hard up for money. He's got the hangover money, right? I mean he's it's got a it's whole like, cartoon. How, it's how like a surfing long? thing too, movie so, movie so if you're lasts, bored, but he's got two? a whole
2: cartoon that's been going on for uh, adult swim for the last couple of years. So how much you think Comedy Central not Comedy Central, how much you think no, Cartoon right. Network what you think what you think Cartoon Network's budget really is, man? Come on now i don't know it's probably these
4: i love these watching are... i, I love... could go for some Cartoon network money you're gonna you gonna scoff at cartoon network money if we were picked up by cartoon network would you be bitching
3: i love watching dave listen to all this well,
2: bullshit
4: wow probably
2: because i'd get sick of the corporate <laughs>
4: <bullshit>. <laughs> after <laughs> a while but that's still a while you be taking that money
1: <laughs> i think it's epic because like Platt's exhausted Andrew's not far behind. Tunney's just drinking his brains out because his team almost lost for the first time in 20 years tonight. And I'm just sitting <laughs> over in California at 9.50 p.m. saying, what the fuck are these guys so tired? From? Oh, that's right. I'm not tired. They've been drinking all night, and they're on the East Coast. And Marty Jannetty might have killed somebody. So, you know,
4: <laughs> on that note. That's why I've had three beers and a whole bottle of wine. Marty Jannetty, man.
1: And, Platt, I, you would have had a much better time partying with me and Gator in in Dallas. I'm just saying, man.
2: I wish I would have known you, brother, because you know. You already know, man. Yes, we would have got it in, sir.
1: Because Dallas, let, let's be honest, was not the greatest WrestleMania city in the world <laughs> compared oh, to New Orleans.
2: No. It, no. Number one... The the stadium was like forty minutes from downtown, where all of us stayed and where all the activity was happening. Everything closed at like two o'clock in the morning, so you couldn't even get a decent meal after that. Like yeah, stay
0: and then shake. all Other the barbecue spots shake. were
2: yeah, and all the barbecue spots were out of meat. They didn't plan plan properly. Out to the barbecue spot, man, they had no meat. So what am I supposed to get? Some fucking cornbread and fries? Just okay, sprinkle some barbecue sauce on them, motherfuckers.
1: In Texas, no less. What a in man.
2: Texas, no less, and Keep then I got sick heart off
1: with of some of Williams <laughs> Deep in the heart of Texas. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah Marty didn't anybody killed somebody, but anyway. Uh...
3: Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Wrap this thing up if you can put a bow on it. That'd be great.
4: <laughs> yeah, steer us out of this skin somehow. Come on, go dude. ahead, Dave. Go to... work,
3: work your, your magic. Skin, Come on man. now, Your
1: Honor. For your for These three powers. guys go. are a good gentlemen. Man is innocent oh. until proven guilty.
4: That's not how Twitter works.
1: No, it's not. That's just how the (laughs) Constitution works. But hey, what the fuck do I know?
2: Hey, we we, live by Twitter nowadays. Oh, they ripped that document document up and wiped it with their ass a long time ago, sir. You know that. That's
1: true. That's true.
2: But please, steer us out this kid. Please. At least let the good people know where they can find you, sir, and everything you got going on
1: shit after tonight it's going to be on what is it pot is love is that the name of the new show yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: But no. <laughs> you can find me on twitter at attitude agg or on facebook.com attitude of aggression somebody must have listened last week I got a shit ton of more likes on facebook this week I'm like who the fuck is actually like checking this page out alright I'll take it
4: hey, we're shocked you're shocked it's all
1: good all
2: nice. right, nice. I'm stunned. Nice. Mr. Belaz. why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you, sir, and everything you got going on.
1: All right, so you can
4: find me on the Twitter, at IWCWarchief, doing the Japanese wrestling promotions, Impact, a couple of opinion articles here. They're on thechirshad.com. and And since we talked about another possible offshoot podcast what was it Tony exit light is that what we're gonna do? <laughs> references left and right that's our show exit light where well, you guys got hottest love so yeah look, look, look for it eventually. uh Tony you want to give them your 411 yeah
1: you hashtag can tag reloaded yeah. hashtag reloaded
4: <laughs> you can find
3: me editing this show first of all <laughs> um <laughs> No, you can you can find me all over the chairshot.com. Check me out at PC Tunny. Uh, make sure you check out Three Man Weave, uh, DWI podcast, Van Nerds, everything else that's going on on the chairshot.com. And pro wrestling tease the sale ended before the show aired. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
2: Uh, it did happen hey. uh, before we get up out of here man shout out to Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho with Uncle Eric as as the moderator of their debate this evening on AEW it tickled me a little bit because Orange Cassidy basically did the Will Ferrell and old school thing and if you know you know but you guys can find me on Orange Cassidy
4: sounds like Seth Green mixed with your impression of white people come on there's a reason he doesn't fucking talk (laughs)
1: <laughs> i always love when you
3: can hear Dave pull the mic away and just laugh <laughs> that's when
2: you know you made a good joke you made a funny <laughs> i love it i love it i can't argue that can't argue that whatsoever you guys can find me on twitter at the real c plat more and everything tony said i'm probably going to be there uh, but more importantly, make sure you go to prowrestingteens.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t shirt. Again, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out, show your boys some love and your gal some love by going to prowrestingteens.com forward slash the chair shot. You did miss the promo code, but we are heading into the fall, so maybe if you type in promo code autumn, work. something might happen. No. You might get something. Don't off. Fall for it. You might day. not. But you might. Don't vote for it. It can't hurt but to try. Girl, rest forward slash D chair shot. Promo code autumn. Something no. might happen. It might, not, yeah, it might not, but it might. not going to work. Is it too early for autumn? I'm sorry. I'm just uh, talking under you. That's great. <laughs> hey, <Not> quite, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Again, thank you for coming on, man. We really do appreciate he you, really brother. And you guys. You. Gals are going to be having a lot more of Dave in the upcoming weeks as uh, PC Tunny gets into his Sid Vicious side of the game. And again, if you know, if you know, for Mr. Dave, for the Commissioner PC Tunny, for Andrew Belaz, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to this edition of Pod Is War. I hope you all have as much fun listening to it as we did making it. Until next time, Shalom, hit it, Carly. I got to do it
1: soda's
4: real. Yeah, they do. <laughs>